Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Beyond the Mountains of Madness, and this is episode 23. It was written by Janice Hill and Charles Engen, along with others who are listed in the credits. Our GM for this campaign is Sean Little, and Mick Swan will be giving the recap. The GM and the players are ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Mick? You must forgive me. I am not a literary man, and my, my recollections of that day are vague at best. Try as I might, I cannot entirely make sense of them. I do remember the plane that we set off after stark weather, or, or, or was it Danforth? No, no, stark weather, it was stark weather. We, we raced side by side with another plane after those things. And eventually we came to a great dark tower with a shining blue beacon atop it. The planes landed. I do not explicitly recall them doing so, but it is logic to, logical to assume that they did. They must have done, otherwise how could we have got there if indeed we did get there? I, and I spoke with someone, perhaps the pilot of the other plane or, or, or perhaps some other fellow, just just small talk, just passing the time. We, we made our way to the tower, somehow, and there were skulls, or, or perhaps that hasn't happened yet, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's still to happen. There, there were ancient cries and lights, a wall of light, or crystals, or, or ice, and, and I fell forever, quietly shrieking into the inside of myself wherein voices sang of things I cannot say and showed me sights I could not quite see. There was nothing there, yet there was everything there and the, the, the soundless fungal voices of, of ages and battered ghee rising across the tops of countless dogs, braying and knitting with sharp ruskins of forever into the hearth where I would play with my soldiers. Daddy stops and looks at me. This is no place for the oak trees to grow untamed by form or fancy, he says. We are not hanging for this cupboard. There are politer geese here than there, and they know, dear sister, they know. My bicycle has stopped breathing, and the cage twists and turns. The gap must be filled, but... But, but what carpet is it that would bridge the floor betwixt cellar and stair? Chestnuts, dripping dander and Ivanhoe fiery froth, the bellows from below, and at candle's end sits the shark, small and round in his burrow, biding his time, chasing, waiting for his song to be sung, blue fire coming out of his gills. Thank you. <laughs> that was great. When I left off, when we left off, you had found the chamber full of bones. Walls unmarked, ceiling holes empty, thousands of bones tossed in the haphazard piles over untold ages. And some were new, as you discovered. And every single skeleton was headless. 
you're looking in, you're examining, and you you seem to get the idea that these the newest one or two look extremely familiar in size and height. And uh, Professor Meyer yells, "You come. You should come here next." He's looking at another side chamber. He says, "Um, come here. This is much much more interesting. Please." All right, we. We've seen that. Now we walk over to the, the next horror. He says, "I've, I recognize this chamber. Um, you should not touch that table." And he points towards a, uh, a striated, uh, ruddy stone table with a really thick slab, five sided, two yards aside. It's like at a forty-five degree angle between the room's central. There's a tub, but like this large tub full of some black ichor, and. Uh, there's there's the edge of the tub the, the point at which which it, res, which it rests against the far corner is at eye level to a man so uh you, those of you who've been downstairs and looked at the murals and the rest of the building you, you've seen this table in some of the murals before is it like a control panel table or something like that as we recall we've seen them you're a doctor you and dr hawks could you make a a, a role please uh an idea roll. 37. Yes, that's a pass. That's a, that's, no, it's not quite. It's almost a, a hard. Okay. 41, that's a pass. Can okay, I, between can the I two ask, of you. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yep. Can I ask a question, though, about the bone room really quick? Mm -hmm. Of um, course. Were they just skeletons or were they bodies that had rotted away? In other words, was there flesh there, or were they just clean bones? Good question. You looked. You did not see any signs of anything apart from bones. There was no liquid. There was no real significant staining. Just piles of bones, dried dust. Some of them crumbled. Some of them broken. And as you saw, some of them fairly new. But the the flesh had been removed. Okay. Yes. All right. That's that's my question. All right. We're back to the other room. Sure. Uh, so this this chamber, it's uh, the walls of the room are unmarked. The ceiling, there's holes in the ceiling, with with thin thread-like tendrils that hang down a few inches into the chamber, and they sort of move in the breeze. And uh, there's these cup lamps that you've now looked closely, and these these cups, you actually see that they look like they're the bottom back halves of human skulls. That have some kind of glowing rock inside them. What the hell? Are they there? Are they like torches, or are they just there? They're like cups, like like bowls, like the backs of skulls, and inside them, there's some kind of a glowing orb of some sort. It sort of sits and, and lights the room from like diffused lighting. Uh Doctor, what do you think this is? What's your guess? I'm not sure. Go ahead. I was going to say to the German doctor, but um, you're, you're right there, too, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's doctor, doctor. Both of you answer. Go ahead, <laughs> Dr. Hawks. What do you think? Okay. I'm actually going to put my hand up to it to see if there's a, actually like a heat coming from it or if it's just because well, we can't really tell what's. But what's giving off the light here? Just to even try to get a closer look. 
from the cups or from the yeah. table or no no the from cups. the cup sorry the glow yeah the glowing thing that's inside the cup mm -hmm. I'm there's no up you you don't detect any heat coming off them just there's like a glowing okay. rock inside them okay okay this is you know this is beyond me there's you know, there's obviously something something weird going on there's no electricity here so so to the chairman doctor i say based on what your research has shown so far what do you think's going on here? Is this a... He, he glances cautiously around. Um, he says, I've long wondered just what the pit was that Pym did not care to describe. And look, this liquid. There's, he says, ah, it moved. Did you see? Did you see? And you, you see, like, it's just like, to you, it's just this black... Ooze. in the tub. Ooze, <sighs> yes. If they, if they created various life forms, could this be the substance from which they created them? Maybe this mm. is like, like a natural, or, or or perhaps from our various people who have been killed along the way. A vat full of biological material, and that's the control panel over there. Hmm. Um, could you make? Oh, you made your idea roll. Sorry, I didn't even answer you about that. Um, the way the table is laid, it it resembles something you saw in your in your university days as a student. Uh, one of the in the medical wing, an autopsy table, where they yeah. would have a body on the table and they would do autopsies so that the students could watch without being right over top of the table that was angled upwards. And there mm -hmm. seems to be channels at the bottom where a liquid would catch liquid and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This all looks very medical in here to me. What do you think, Don? German doc. <laughs> yes. What's Dr. Myers. Says, yes. Yes. Dr. Myers. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That is what I that is what I was thinking as well. Uh, you know, do you have any sample bottles with you? Um, Stoppered bottles with the rubber stoppers? I might have some in my bag. Yeah, I probably have a couple. We, we should, sure we should probably... Good, good. We should collect a few samples maybe of this liquid because... If anything, I mean, we, we if this has been here forever, it's it's not frozen, uh, so this could be biological material from from whatever you know the, the ages. We if this is what they used to make those creatures, we should we should probably collect some of it. Well, we need to be very careful. I don't want to touch the stuff or let it touch me. Mm, yes, um, yes. This, this all right. Well, let's. Um, this should be the substance of Shoggoths, for all we know. Oh. Um, well, he's, he's, well, he says to one of the ba Bauman, the the other one of not Bauman, the other. There's two other fellows with you from his party. He says here. He says you, you have gloves. You have the leather gloves. You collect a sample for me. I will. I will hold the stopper. I will seal it for you as you as you bring it out. And he says fine, and uh, he says okay. He opens up the bottle, makes sure that it's dry inside, so there's no contamination. Walks over to the edge and dips dips it down to the black liquid and he says maybe it's an acid uh, which, which, but 
Meyer flies back, and the other German fellow, this this huge sinuous tongue, stands up from the from the uh, black. The all of the ichor stands up into this giant tongue shaped okay. object, and tendrils come off of it and lash towards the German. Grab a hold of. Can him. I? Can I? As I'm jumping back, can I grab the German and pull him back? The guy who's got the vial in his hand. You yes, make a make a dexterity roll. I guess. Uh, fifty-nine. What's my dex? Where is my dex? Oh, no, it's only fifty. So I missed it by nine. Well, try again. <laughs> okay. There's, there's a struggle. There's a struggle because it failed in its response to your grab. So seventy-three. That's a fail. I okay, think I fall. So he pulls the German. Okay. You've fallen? You've fallen, you think? Well, I, I tried a second time, and I got a 73, so that's really a fail on dexterity. Yes. Yes, it is. All right, well, you slip. You, you, you drop to a knee, perhaps. You roll out, out of the side. Um, this thing, it, it's, a, it's a Shoggoth. You've, it's, a, it's a small one. It's not uh, huge, it's, it, but it has tiny little cutting mouths. You see them. Its whole body is covered with mouths, and each mouth, as it opens, goes making little whistling, chirping sounds. And it pulls the German towards him, and it's raising it up as it rises up and pulls the German towards the table and slaps him on the table. And the Shoggoth is starting to try to climb on top of it. Um, him. Not him. Well, I, I think this, there's, what the hell can we do? Just back the hell away. At least that's what I'm doing. I'm. Uh, I feel sorry for the guy. I wish I could grab him, but you say he's he's pretty much pinned at this point, isn't he? Acacia jumps back. The other um, priestly leaps out the door. Uh, what is it? I'm not there. Well, you're outside the door. Well, you hear you hear the the ruckus. I, I guess. I'm with. I'm was following Arthur because he was walking off in a daze mm. and I believe Elmer That's was true. with me. That's right. I'm okay. going to try crazy though. I'm going to try thinking really hard. Don't harm us. Don't harm us. <laughs> <laughs> no All right. Um, no well, Doc, Professor Myers, he, he, he gains his wits and he grabs something like a, a bone perhaps a leg bone, something nearby. And he, he throws it at the, sh the Shoggoth to no effect. Um, Dr. Hawks, what are you doing? Um, as, as this is going on, um, actually, I do have a gun with me. Um, I'm not sure how much he would panic, but I'm going to, actually, when that happens, I'm, I'm going to yell for somebody to shoot the thing. Obviously, he's going to be killed here. So if anybody reacts to that or... My reaction to it would just be to, to answer back and say, shooting does nothing to that thing. We've tried it before. Yeah. But um, is, there, is there any chance of grabbing the, the German guy and pulling him off the table? Or is he being crushed now by that thing? He's being enveloped is the best way to describe it. It's, it's the Shoggoth is covering him like a blanket and the little mouths were going chick, 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 as he got closer up to the neck like to about there uh -huh. and uh 
the guy's starting to struggle. But as soon as he hit the table, the one thing you notice, as soon as his body hit the table, his eyes kind of went glassy and he went, uh, like he was losing some right. kind of mental like faculties. Lost, losing consciousness. Okay. Yeah. And the, the, the creature's enveloping him and you, it's, it's kind of shaking a little bit and you can't quite see through it, but you can see there's a lot of movement underneath. Okay. Yeah. I've sort of, uh, yeah, we're backing towards the door, and I've, I've grabbed both doctors by the arms and we're backing up, and I'm saying, it's it's removing his flesh. That's got to be what it's doing. And two rounds is all it takes. The creature slides off of him, back into the tub, quietly, and you see lying on the table the head. And below the head, it's skeleton and nerves, and that's it. Oh, my God. That's what happened to Starkweather and Dr. Green. Um, I, I look back out the door to see what the others are doing. Well, let's go tell them and get the hell out of here. Well, yeah. You do see that it actually is a tent. Pseudopods have come off of it and are pulling the the skeletonized body and the head over and into the tub or to the edge of them. It's moving it somewhere. You don't know where as you're leaving. What's it going to do with the head? That's what I want to see. The head is temporarily still connected, but the bones and such are. The head comes off, and the head is placed back on the table. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I always. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering. Walk it off. <laughs> bizarrely, if if there's some way, they're going to preserve his brain because at the the moment, I mean, he has no body. Obviously, no blood pressure. He's unconscious. His brain won't be dead though for four minutes or so. And I'm just wondering if they. I'm just just insanely curious at this point. Literally insanely curious. <laughs> so I'm at the door, but I'm watching. I want to see what's going to happen. Well, it le it leaves the head on this. You, you notice now there's a little indentation where the head would sit. Leaves it there and goes back to its pit. The liquid that was left, the slurry sort of sloughs off the bottom of the table and drops into some holes in the floor. And the Shoggoth has returned itself into the... Uh, the tub that we came out of, and the and the skeletonized remain. The skeleton itself, the body, the, the body, the skeleton has been deposited off to the side in uh, another little box area, like a little receptacle off right. to the side. And I imagine it's going to end up on the pile of bones. I don't want to have that to happen to me, uh, gentlemen. I think I don't know what the hell we should do. I think we should get the hell out of here. Where's Captain Sugden? What's he doing? Captain Sugden is wandering and wandering up the uh, the ramp now, I believe. Well, I'm right, I'm right behind him. We're going to catch up to them and follow, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking for myself, whatever everybody else wants to do. I totally agree with you. I think we should go... Uh... Go let them know what's happening. 
I just sort of what just happened and get the hell out of here. So. I just think that uh, that that Myers and Gray and uh, Roger and I are just like holding each other like this as we're walking. I don't want to be alone right now. Should we do sanity rolls for that? Yes, you should. <laughs> Anyone who witnessed that. Uh, Ooh, I passed, but that's because I'm a medical guy. But what, what? What? Do I do any damage at all? What? You passed? Yeah. You passed? Yeah. No, you're good. You're good if you passed. I'm gonna take one just because I kept staring at it. And I wanted to see what would happen. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I, I was incorrect. Oh no, it says no. If you passed, it's you can take one. Yes, that's fine. All right. Uh, gentlemen, we really need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, and if you're wondering where uh, Schlockford went, he uh, he's just been decapitated and been reduced to bones. There is another, uh, like uh, Dr. Myers and, uh, has found Acacia, and she's wandered off into this one other room side chamber the one that really was the only other one you didn't look in that had any kind of anything in it and it's some kind of a workshop and she's sort of standing over by a table frightened um wood hides wood sorry wood hides sinew um you don't know what kind of animal this stuff came from uh leather water bags uh full of water oddly enough uh the right wall is deep, narrow ledges and alcoves filled with tools. Uh, cured seal skins stretched over a frame of bone. On the table sits a, like, there's this fragile-looking rack, glass rack, and, and in it there's this bowl of polished stone. Um, holes are cut through the bone. You can't really see what purpose it, it serves. Uh, there's another bowl without a supporting frame. Uh, some glass rods held together by strips of penguin skin. It's all kinds of strange things that have been constructed by, you assume, the elder things. Uh, and there's one thing that looks like a bassinet, like a baby's cradle. This this is a lab. Mm -hmm. An alien lab. There's there's human tools in here, too, you'll notice. There's like some carved bone tools. Sorry, was there carved bone alongside some metal tools, tools, tools like scalpels and tweezers and things. Things that they so, got yeah. from the camp, from the yeah. late camp. Yeah, the markings are in German and English if you were to look. But uh... Alexa, we, we need to go. We need to follow Captain Sugden. We just lost one okay. of men. Okay, okay, okay. Well, Bauman, the other guy, he's 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 not going to be happy about this. Oof. Okay, we we need to go. We need to go. We so, but you notice Captain Sugden is still moving upwards. Any response from Captain Sugden, guys? Nope. He's a, he's he's like in a trance. Hmm. Let's. Uh, he's not quite one hundred percent in the trance right now. He's, he's he's pointing his finger up at the top. I see that. So <laughs> let's just keep. Uh, he wants to go up. We something up. is in contact with him. Up, up. Do we know up. where this ramp leads? Can, the ramp never stops. Up. It continues up. spiraling upwards. 
It's going up. There's probably chestnuts up there somewhere. That light. The beacon. Well, let's keep going. Then let's get the hell out of Doctor, here. Dr. Myers agrees. Acacia's reluctant, but she agrees. Uh, the ramp continues to wind upward. The knit tunnel is narrow. There's this, there's a steadily rising breeze from below. Um, for whatever reason, there's more breeze coming upwards now. The temperature is dropping as it rises. Um, anyone who's taken off or un unzipped or undid their their outer garments, you're starting to feel cold again. Mm -hmm. uh, there's vines and runners of this these strange alien weird ancient jungle plants are everywhere and as you're walking up the stairs it becomes more and more difficult to walk though not so difficult you can't um every once in a while you feel claustrophobic because it seems to be getting narrower as the plants are sort of enclosing the area you're walking in it's just it's it's a little sh it's a little bit are we cramped is the best way to describe it are we having to don oxygen again not yet no no at this and not at this time Keep going up till he stops. Now, the, these vines and things, these are the things that when I touched them, I sort of was, I could hear voices. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Although these aren't the same vines. I mean, there's there's different types of vines and plants growing around. Okay. Um, But when you brush by them, you feel energy. It's the best way to describe it. Spiral makes three complete turns, rising about 30 more feet, uh, and then it opens up once more into the bottom of another set of tall, angular chambers. Um, the, the one that you open up into, uh, same as the lower chamber as it did. The ramp, uh, there's five immense vertical chambers which fan out from the towers, the central core of the tower. Uh, there's webs, you can see that the crystalline lattice work that was in the previous chamber below like two below or so uh that is was here more even more dense but no more uh the time and nature the past the ravages of time the, the, the things are busted there's broken bits of crystals on the ground there's a thin gray light coming from somewhere far below above uh the air is cold not far above freezing and it's heavy with damp fog and the smell of death the smell um, just kind of exactly it, like it's rot. Well, he landed oh. into a rookery. That's that's what I said last time. Yeah, brood chambers, a uh, place where they make stuff. Um, you said there were broken crystals on the ground. If they're small enough, I want to get a sample. Put it in my Easy enough. Yep. Yeah. Easy enough. As much as you want. Um. Wow, that was a picture of water. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, freak you out. <laughs> Sorry. What did it look like? <laughs> yeah, well, it looked enormous when it went. <laughs> it is fairly enormous. It's well, not that enormous. It's a beer. It's a double beer stein full of water and lime juice. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, uh, we're just in awe. We need. Can I yell at Sugden and say, Captain? Where are you taking us? It. Uh, 
fixed it. Need. Need fixed it. Fix it. It needs something's, fixed. Something's broken and it needs to be fixed. Yeah. There's something broken that needs to be fixed, which, great. Now we're going to get that choice where do we fix it or not fix it? Because if we fix it, does that bring the elder things all back to full power? Or it might kill us. <laughs> Radiation. Does it do something worse, like let something out or oh. Anyone have biology? Yeah, really really good biology. Biology or botany, please. Oh, got both of those. Um yes, pass. Okay. Um, good, good. Roll. Failed. Okay. You're just over, over, over. Long, oh, there's so much going on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Dr. Lindenbrook, you you see that you notice that some of these there's lots of large basins of stone clustering all over the floor in various locations, okay. and they're almost entirely covered by these tendrils of plants and such. Right. But there's other basins of leather slung throughout. You see inside the plants here and there that actually have water in them. That's melt water that's run down the vine, that's run down from vines from up above. Right. It's it's almost it somebody something is tending to this this jungle like garden. Right. And there's large areas that are dry, black and dead as you as you look closer, especially in the upper Regions, but in other, but in other, in many places, the dead vines have been cut away, leaving new space, spaces open, and it's like someone's trying to grow new plants, trying to get them to fill in. Yeah, yeah. This is like a, it's like a greenhouse. They're trying to grow. I, uh, I'm not really going to announce this to anybody, but as I'm walking along, I'm going to try and touch one of the vines again to see if I get any kind of a feeling or message in my head. Nothing no. like that. No. But Captain Sugden, um I'll speak to you directly. Uh, you know you don't want to touch the plants with your bare skin. And it come it becomes obvious to the others around you that you're sort of walking with your hands up and away. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, the ramp continues endlessly turning upward through the jungle walls. Uh, you, I, I'm assuming you're going to keep walking throughout it, uh, it, but you notice there's one clear, narrow, lane, clear of glass and rubble, where the vegetation has been carefully trimmed away, or to one side, and it snakes out of sight into the further reaches of this area. This so it's one well-worn path. It's a path. I think, I, I don't know about the rest of you, but I seem compelled just out of insane curiosity to find out what's up ahead. Um, could everyone make the listen roll? I'll just leave. Yes, you probably huh. Oh, sorry. No. 98. Yes. Pass. I got an 89. 
<laughs> Nigel's walking like, la, 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 la. I got my I actually got an eight. An eight? An eight. Zero eight. Okay. You're all standing and thinking about this pathway. And those who had a success, you, you're upwards in the area where the it spirals upwards. You hear some sounds that very low movement sounds, like something slow, creaking, moving through the underbrush above you in the ramp area, but not coming towards you. It's not like something is moving towards you slowly. It's just like you can just hear something moving up there. Mm. And then you all hear a couple whistles. Sounds like flute-type sounds. Does it? Does it have a certain melody to it or does it hit certain notes it's just kind of an alien song like nothing nothing with the proper rhythm where the proper musical tune that you would have uh here well once again i i grab a hold of the doctors and i'm saying uh my theory is is that the elder things pipe musical notes or something like that to communicate um, Tekalili is the imitation that we would make of such a weird sound but do you guys hear that? Yes, I can hear that. I'm a, I'm a, I think that we're about to encounter an elder thing and I hope he doesn't just slaughter us all. <laughs> <laughs> um. You got three ways you can go up, back down the way you came, or take the path. Up. Well, where is where is Sugden going? He started wandering off. He's, he's he seems to be walking down the nice clear path. All right, oh, he's going like down the path? in that general vicinity. Let's let's follow him then. But I want to get up towards uh, towards where he is. Um. Just because I don't know, I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. <laughs> That's why I'm following him. <laughs> yeah, I think that we should. Captain Sugton is our friend, and we love him. But I think that we should all be ready to run like hell <laughs> and leave him behind if something comes out there with knives in its hand or something. Captain Sugton, can you do a spot hidden, please? Sorry. We just saw a guy have all of his flesh eaten off by a shark. What happened? Eye. What happened to your little friend pitcher? Fourteen. That's a pass. All right, I'm sending you a message. Oh, my friend picture. Yeah, put this, put this around Sugden's chest. Hang it on him. Some of this right up in the front. <laughs> he didn't push him through. Right. Well, that's uh, that's why I'm kind of like right behind Shugden. I'll just hold it up over his shoulder. <laughs> Sign that basically says uh, "Best Before 3rd of <laughs> April, 1933." <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Don't fool yourself. You're so full of pemmican, you'll last forever. I'm. Um, Consume while fresh. I'm just I'm going to stop, stop for a moment and and uh, look down and stamp my feet and carry on walking. 
stamp your feet. Like stamp, stamp. He means yeah. run. <laughs> uh, just. Well, I'm right stamp. there. I'm right there behind him. I'm not leaving him. Well, as long as it's not stamp, 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 stamp. <laughs> well, anyone who looks down, <laughs> anyone who looks down where he stamps his foot, could you want to do spot hidden? Sure. Thirty-four. Uh, that's a pass. That's better than half. It's a hard. Anyone else? Nope. I'm just following Sagan. Oh, I felt that miserable. A 91. Look, look there. No, there. 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 Look oh, there. Can't see it. <laughs> Sent you a message. The, 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 don't you just see the, the ground there? That looks like it's made out of bone, like bone meal. Mm -hmm. You all see it now in amongst the humus of the rotten vegetation. There are tiny little particles and occasionally larger particles. It's crushed bone. Like you can see finger joints here and there. Maybe we need to be walking the other direction. You want to follow Sugden. I didn't I say let him go. I said drag him with us. I think Sugden right. might know where he's going. <laughs> so the pathway, he's, you're following him. The pathway does twist and wind around these old um, crystalline structures and, and things that have broken down, covered in plants and weighted down by the vines. And if uh, 30 feet or so, it opens an area that fills the far end of the chamber and, uh, excuse me, rises upwards into the mist. And there's a few crystalline support supports still there, and the rest are in piles and fragments on the floor like everything else. Um, and throughout this open space, uh, the, the plants are twisted and knotted hungrily around one another, creaking and pulsing. You can actually see movement as you watch them. It's very soft, um, very, very mild movement that you have to actually watch, but you can see leaves and tendrils move. And um, it's almost as if the whole jungle was breathing. And it's very freaky, it's very upsetting, especially to Acacia, she doesn't know how to handle this. She wasn't prepared for this at all. Uh, and Dr. Myers is beside himself. Anybody bring any weed killer? <laughs> no, but uh, you should consider that the plants produce oxygen. This may be the oxygen source for this whole place. You don't want to kill it. Um, in and among the plants rising in the mist, uh, you see a massive structure of crystal and stone and tissue, like plant tissue, all combined. And uh, it's it's almost like a machine. Things, all these pieces working together and moving together. And, it's quite amazing to look at, and you're surprised. Moisture glistens down and runs down to it. It smells like rot, quivering fronds up and down. It's very amazing to look at, slimy tendrils. Uh, and there's flickering light, same blue light that you saw above. 
and energy runs across the surface of it, and this, the flesh twitches and quivers. And you're staring at it, and uh, in the fresh, the one thing you see now, uh, as you're staring at it, there's these lumps and these holes. And as you look closer, in this giant fleshy frame, these holes exist, and you look closer, and in these holes, they're the heads of birds, the heads of walruses and seals, it's all rotten or gone. And there's heads of humans, like black and fat flesh and withered with age, slime covering them, protective coating of sort. Uh, most are little, like, little more than skulls, uh, flesh long, long gone. A few, however, show some signs of life. That's one of the most horrible things as you look at it. Um, that some of them twitch occasionally, they move. And at the center of the column, and it's Acacia that sees it first, and Dr. Lexington, or Dr. Sorry, Dr. Myers, you see the head of Mr. Starkweather. His eyes are wide and empty, his jaw is, a, is open, runnels of glistening moisture sliding down his, his eyeballs and pooling in his open mouth and then followed again. His lips move a bit and twitch in time with the pulsing plants. It's like he's trying to speak, but he doesn't know how to do it anymore. And slightly lower and, and to one side is, is Dr. Green and his head as well. And the entire structure is silent except for the, the faint rustlings and the wet sounds of their moving lips. And everybody has to have a sanity loss. Ooh, and I lost. Oh, barely made it. Oh, barely. What's, what's the sanity loss? Oh, I didn't say you get you, you don't get a roll. <laughs> you lose sanity. So oh. everybody takes a die four. So you can oh. roll your Son of a bitch. Four. <laughs> four. Ooh. Well, I'm I'm at a point where I think I know what's going on, but I'm not sure Doctor Lindenbrook could make that leap. Um, all he sees is that their heads have been removed and somehow all hooked together. But I'm uh, I'm guessing. Acacia is at the point of screaming. Just as you're talking, she's about to scream. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just guessing that they're using the, the the people's brains as part of component and as some sort of a computer, but uh, I'm not sure he would know what a computer was. You know how it's that that mm -hmm. is. So that doesn't make make any sense yet. But well, what in God's what in God's name are they doing to them? Well, Linda Brooke, you still think we can be friends? Let's just get the hell out of here. Let's get on our airplanes and go home. And then come back here with machine guns. <laughs> Meyer is, is astonished. It's nothing at all like he expected. Um, he gapes at this wall of skulls and, and heads. Uh, he shudders. Lexington's, she's horrified. Um, now she's, she's gone from horror to fe from fear to horror. And regret, and she she's just dis Priestley's disgusted. She doesn't know what she wants to do. 
he says we should burn this whole thing down. This whole thing's disgusting. It looks like the insides of someone's stomach. We should just tear this whole thing down and destroy it. Uh, we, we should get some gasoline and just set fire to this whole thing. And he's, Meyer, you want to bag a monster too? This looks important. I think they'd come running if we start poking holes in this thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is just, um, it's, it's just, you don't know what to do. You're not entirely sure. Well, maybe we um, should at least take, uh, you know, our compatriots and like kind of unplug their heads, let them die a normal death. We don't know what the hell's going on here. Let's just get the hell out of here. We can't help them. I'm for leaving right now before they put our head in there. Well, That's bullet, obviously what that thing was downstairs. A bullet between the eyes will definitely um, end the thought process of the, the poor, helpless person. Now, you stay here as long as you want. I'm leaving. Acacia and, says, my God, my God, my God. You're talking. You're all talking. Oh, the poor idiot man. We have to tear this thing apart and get his head out of there and give it a Christian burial. <laughs> do you know how to fly a plane no I'll wait for you at the plane and I'll learn how to fly that plane I'll learn how to fly that plane in 10 minutes <laughs> go over to Starkweather's head and kind of poke it with the gun barrel the gun barrel <laughs> is it reacting it, yeah actually if you poke the side of his face he goes Do you hear me? <laughs> I'm I'm leaving. I'm 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 slowly going back. I'm backing down the the, the ramp or backing out the, the the room. I've seen enough. Captain Sugden walks over towards you and pushes you away, Nigel. Hmm. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> Line says, up. Acacia says, do we have anything we can put his head in? I gotta Line take him up. out and give him a decent burial. Do we have a bag? Do we have a sack? Over there, there's some clothing. And there there are like some a pile of, of ripped shreds, things that, that the creatures look like they probably were gonna make like another tarp out of for themselves. She goes, go just grab some of that. We'll wrap up the head, we'll take it out, we'll we'll bury it somewhere. Oh, there's one of those those things, things like a baby cradle thing over there, the bassinets, there's something like that. That in that other room, that that thing looks like it's part of one. We should, we need to get something. All right, well, get some cloth and wrap up the head and yank that sucker out. Okay. By now, Mick is actually standing standing between you and it, just so you know. Huh. Uh, I'm standing Captain between Sugden. you and the head. He's protecting it. Can I get around him at all? Uh, between you and Priestley and Acacia, the three of you are trying to get around him, and I think you'll have to make a dexterity roll. There is a frantic look on my face, and I'm doing this. Well, 
Well, why don't we come back to this and see where he's going? Because he's obviously got something going on. Let's see where he's trying to lead us before we disassemble disassemble, uh, disassemble this thing. Because once we do that, we're going to draw attention, I'm thinking. And uh, we're going to be running from then on. Didn't he lead us here? Well, he's obviously doesn't want us to touch it, so I'm assuming that there's someplace else we need to go. Lead on. I got my gun out, though. <laughs> We can see your eyes moving, Sean. You're not quiet. <laughs> I, I'm being quiet. I'm being quiet. You guys have to I've, tell me what you're doing. Well, what I've, is Sugden doing? I'm following Sugden. I've I've backed away from this whole thing, and I'm seriously thinking about just running back down to the ground level and getting the hell out of here. Well, Captain Sugden's staying right very still between you and the head. And Acacia and Priestley have walked over to the side and are talking to Dr. Meyer. And I step, really step, step back away from Sugden. I'm sort of agreeing with Dr. Lemonbork here. I think we should leave. And at this point, by the way, I am really not wanting to touch any of those plants. Obviously, contact with them gets you that. <laughs> All right. Does Sugden stay where he's at? Does he move? What does he do? He's staying right where he is, as far as I know. However, uh, Captain Sugden, could you make a dexterity roll? You're being tackled. Oh. I got a 28 out of 60. Okay. All right. Well, you are in a tight embrace with Priestley at present, and he is holding you off to the one side, but it's a stalemate. Kinky devil. <laughs> and Dr. Meyer and Acacia are walking towards the uh, the head, and they have Dr. Meyer's pulled out a knife. Oh. I'm going to do my very best to struggle free. All right. Well, I guess jump on Sugden. I mean, yeah, it's like, I don't know what to do. I just, like, All right. fire and jump on Sugden. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, you're jumping on Sugden. Okay, well, make a... He's not moving. He's, he's like, in, held in a embrace, so make your... Oh, six! <laughs> well, you've tackled them both to the ground. All right. Do Dr. Meyer has reached, grabbed the head, lifting it carefully out. Acacia's assisting by cutting, and she's disgusted by it. She can't just pull it out. The spinal column is attached to the machine. Plunk. Plunk. The head is removed. No! And now it gets interesting. <laughs> there is the head. The life goes out of it. The face. Darkness overhead, there's creaks and rustles and noises and the sounds of thin piping whistles. And through the plants comes this giant Shoggoth, 
but it doesn't look like the ones before. It's almost, it's on legs. It's on like five legs. Time to go! Five arms. Time to go! Five eyes. And, ten, and it's just coming at you, and it's it's not a happy thing. Nice dude, you stuck it right from the door. <laughs> it throws itself right in the mix, striking wildly, like waving away, and like the head is dropped to the ground, and Acacia gets knocked to the side, and Dr. Meyer gets knocked over. Uh, it, it's coming at. You're, it's striking, like it's striking r randomly because of whoever's around it, like just at whoever's around it. Well, in, in, in nice the, knowing you. Nice knowing you. Gotta go. In the, <coughs> in the ensuing chaos, I'm going to punch Priestley in the stomach. Okay. make well you can certainly uh, do that with no difficulty okay I don't know do I need to make a brawl roll for that no just uh no it's you're in a brawl you're already intertwined just make a hit he's not a very he's really once he's tackled you he doesn't know what to do because he's not a violent kind of guy oh, dear. there we go uh, so that's 1d3, 2, plus 1d4. 4. Oh, 6. Right, he drops to his knees. He's off you. The creature's still wildly swinging. It's now swinging at... Uh, who else? They've gone down... It's it's grasping towards uh, Professor Meyer or Doctor Meyer, grabbing at him. And Lexington is running towards the ramp downwards. Uh, anyone else? Who, who is anyone else staying? Or are you all fleeing? Fleeing <laughs> would be an understatement, I think, at this point. All right. That's everyone. Everyone's fleeing. Okay. Sorry, Arthur. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's a, yes, yes, Mick. You can do that. It's a, it's an easy shove. <laughs> he's, he's up on his. He's up standing. His knees bending over now. Uh, Captain Sugden shoves Priestley towards the uh, the Shoggoth. And the Shoggoth uh, transfers his attention from Dr. Meyer to Priestley and grasps a hold of him. And with everyone else taking off, uh, it, the Shoggoth starts walking away with Priestley under his arm. Now, I have to talk to Mick in private if you could all remove your headphones for a moment. All right, we're all gone. Okay, Mick, you you see something more. There's a time shift. Everyone sees the time shift. I'll tell them in a moment. Things shift in and out of existence. Uh, multiply people multiply and flash in and out. And there's an immediate 
past, present, future overlap of time. Everything's very confusing, but you know what's happening. The crystal matrix all of a sudden is whole and glowing and in brilliant light from all sides. And there's a you see a dozen elder things in there just tending to it. And then that scene vanishes as well. But the one thing that you also see is you see a future where there's this imprisoned giant god that has been freed. Not because of the failure of this device, which now you know is in the Elder Things language would be called the God Trap, but because somehow it's been reborn outside, growing outward beyond the trap a dozen directions once the entire world is consumed, all life is engulfed, and it begins here. It has to begin here. That's the thing that's going on in your head. And you, you do notice there's some elder things that are actually coming into the room where you are now. Um, and they seem to be waving their arms about and they, they see what you're seeing as well. And they are not handling it very well. And there's like three slip. Um, but you just, it's, it's a time slip of some sort. It's, you know that this device is breaking down now and you know it has to be fixed and you know what you have to do to fix it, which is to replace the head with a new head. There is there is still a head down on the table, isn't there? There was, is, but uh, you do know it's as, as uh, Professor Lindenbrook told you that it's it's been more than four minutes that it's been so it's probably not alive now. Uh -huh. Who else is still up here? They have all taken off. <laughs> Except Priestley and Meyer is with are with you. Hmm. Meyer's on the ground. He was knocked asunder. Uh, Priestley has been shoved towards the Shoggoth, and he's got him under his arm. And he's actually walking out the doorway to the uh, not the door towards the ramp, heading to head down. Well. Of the two, looking at things dispassionately in my, I assume, altered state of mind, Maya probably has the better brain. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to uh, pick up Maya. Okay. And um, I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> and um, oh god, I've gone over to the dark side. Um, I'm going to offer him. To the uh, the elder things. Surprisingly, they don't attack you. They stand still. And Meyer's fighting. I mean, he's fighting. He doesn't. He's panicking. Now the Shoggoth has taken off with with Priestley out to, down the ramp. But uh, they they reach their tendrils forward, their arms, whenever, and they grab a hold of them. And they leave, and they would start going down the ramp as well. So they're heading down, following the Shoggoth down the down 
down the ramp. And you know where they're going. You can, because as, as this happens, you can feel shakes and booms. You can feel the con, it's the construct. You feel now this is called the construct. It's breaking apart and shutting down all around you. And there's terrible destructive waves spreading outward throughout the whole earth. And the walls are weakening in the prison. You know that there's only a few minutes. You know that this has to happen and you don't feel bad about it. You don't feel like you've gone over to the dark side. Um, you just know that this, this is the only way to prevent the, the world from being destroyed. I'll hurry after them. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll give everyone a thumbs up and bring them back then. All right. Can I interject now that I'd already started down the ramp. So yep. When I when I hear them start to yell, I just mm -hmm. run like hell. <laughs> okay. I'm not even All looking right. back. I don't give a shit what there, there's anyone who's running down the ramp, there is nothing stopping you from going all the way down and outside. The tower is shaking. Um, just so you know, um, to plan your what you're doing, the tower is shaking, but that time shift is happening again where you see past, present, future. Um, as you're running, you're running through the this, these semi-transparent bodies of um, – elder things dozens of them going up and down the stairwells it freaks you out you almost but you realize they're not there with you they're there in the same place but at a different time and uh, you see the future past and present together and uh you see these elder things tending this this whole construct thing this this tower um so yeah so what's is everyone what else is everyone doing what greg what are you doing running running down the stairs out the door Okay, I know what Dr. Lindenbrook's doing. Um, Elmer? Yep. Yeah, um, Nigel's my ticket out of here, so I'm running behind Nigel. Okay, Nigel? Well, I'm stopping at the door. This thing is huge. It's not going to fit to this door. At the door to, to the, the tower where the ramp starts, I'm going to stop moving back because, mm -hmm. well, you know, like at the top, you know, kind of thing, like where we ran in at. There's not this thing ain't gonna fit through that door, surely. Well, there's there's the, where you were at the top. There's 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 no actual doorway so much as there's this this the spiral goes all the way up the inside wall of the ramp. Where Sorry, we, up the building. Where we hit off on that side branch, the the side branch thing. You know, you said. Oh the yeah. There, that he can't get into there. He's too big. Well, it's a pathway through this jungle. But the Shoggoth can change its shape. Remember. It's a creature that's kind of like gelatinous, and kind of. Yeah, but it still has volume. It does. It still has volume. It, but you can take Plato and make a snake out of it. it it's, it's an, an octopus. It, an octopus can go through a hole that's the size of a dime, even though it's like this big. I'm not a scientist. I mean, I'm just assuming <laughs> no, this true. thing's gonna. You're not. I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm assuming this thing's gonna stop at some point. Right. Yeah, you're thinking that. And that's fine. And as you're standing there, you see the Shoggoth is moving towards you, and it has Priestly under its arm. Two, well, two or three of its arms are holding on to him. And behind him, behind the Shoggoth, you see two elder things coming towards you as well. And they have Dr. Meyer together between them, like legs and arms, and he's 
freaking out and screaming. I thought you said these things um, weren't really there. They were like ghosts. They've come from above. Oh, these are two other ones. These are two that came from above when you oh. were escaping. And you see behind them, Mick, or sorry, uh, Captain Sugden walking solemnly behind them. What? Why did they eat him? Is there Run, any way Nigel. I can... Huh? Run, Nigel. Run. Is there any way we could save him without getting eaten? I mean, is there like a side tunnel we could go in, grab him, pull him back? I don't want to no. leave a... I don't want to leave a team member behind, but okay, screw it. I ain't going to die for it. <laughs> I got to go. I go. Weren't you in the military? <laughs> I go, man. No <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No soldier left behind, but fuck it. <laughs> Except for him. <laughs> uh, well, he's uh, Captain Sugden is near the Elder Things, and they do not seem to be interested in him at present. Well, because they're going to eat some poor other guy. Which I never liked the German crew anyway, so I could give shit less. <laughs> I never trusted them. I never trusted them Germans anyway. <laughs> well, they're, they are coming towards you. Um, yeah. Time to go. As you're standing the path, and they're, they're going to go down the ramp. You can tell that's where they're heading. Nike, just do it. <laughs> go. All right, down the ramp you go. Are you heading all the way outside? I'll stop every so often, look back up, and see if they're coming down. If they keep coming down, I keep going. It ain't getting okay. that close to me. Well, I'll assume the rest get outside the main door, or at least to the entrance to the tower, oh. and stop there for now, unless okay, you're doing wait, something else. Wait what are you doing? Um, yep. So I'm about 100 feet away from them when this all starts going, and I, I start running down the path. But can, yep. can I look up the tower and see something's coming down the ramp now? That because the vegetation is difficult. Yeah, I mean, you okay. can you can hear this movement. You can hear Nigel. Um, you can see him, the back of him. But the way the it, the vegetation is, it doesn't allow full view of everything above. I you. see. So I really can't see the Shoggoth or the Elder things. I wasn't even aware they were there. Not yet. I just know that something, some shit's going down. All right. So okay, I just keep running. You knew the Shoggoth was up there. I think you you would have seen it when all this was going down when the Shoggoth burst. Okay, okay. Well, you were gone then. I was at, out the door and almost to the ramp, and you might I have run it, almost run into it. I heard everybody yelling. You might have like passed it on the path, and it just looked at you, and you looked at it, and you both kept going. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, okay. In, in that case, I also wet my pants on the way down the ramp, which is good at plane crash, as we learned last week. Uh -huh. so, which, I, as much as I hate to bring this up, I think that I need to point out that I just saw the mother of all Shagas. I'm seeing not only elder ones, but ghost elder ones. At this point in time, I'm thinking sanity roll is probably in order, and I just lost four. <laughs> well, if you yes, I I, I will I'll give you that. It, that makes sense. You've you've just seen. What you've just seen is probably warranting a, a sanity roll. Probably a big one. <laughs> oh, mother God. <laughs> I failed it. <laughs> I rolled a 92. Oh. <laughs> That's, not good. That's not good. <laughs> Are you getting low? Are you getting low with that sanity there? Just wondering. Well, no, I just lost four. Just like the, the last round when we were down there with the mm -hmm. thing. So I was just like, I'm going to go insane. 
<laughs> I have good asses. Well, you've lost. I rolled four. You've lost two more. So. Well, that puts me over five within the hour. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's definitely mm. an insanity. Thank <laughs> God. Well. <laughs> no, not Red Mist. <laughs> I would say in this situation, you are most likely, you're, uh, you're, you're now in a state of run away at all costs. Flee and okay, panic. I can live with that. I can live with that. See, this is where that comes Flee in handy. Panic. You're already doing that. You're already doing that, but this is more intense. So when Lindenbrook finally gets down to the doorway, I'm already there. <laughs> it's just a flash. <laughs> and the pilot flies past you. <laughs> yeah, all that running is going to be extremely hard for us to breathe now. Yeah, I would definitely say yeah. so. You're going to get to the bottom and you have to hook up your oxygen again. So, where do we pass out? All right. Well, I'll assume all of you are at the uh, Not yet because you've still got oxygen in the tower. But if you, when you get close to the bottom of the tower, you are going to have to stop and reconnect your oxygen. You'll all realize that because it, reach, it reaches a point where you'll need it. Well, yeah, because we couldn't technically run from the top of the tower to the bottom of the tower without stopping to breathe, you know, get a, a break no. here or there because we'd pass out from exertion, I'm thinking. Now, uh, so you're all heading out. Uh, Captain Sugden, however, uh, let me see. I guess it doesn't, they're not with you, so it doesn't really matter if they hear this, I would assume that that's all right. Makes sense to you, Dr. Lindenbrook? Okay. Yeah. All right, so, so you're all outside, you're all at the entranceway, you're all re recouping. There is earthquake kind of feelings the tower is shaking there's bits of top uh so you're just you're in a sort of you feel you're in a very bad situation where you are uh you don't know whether it's safer to be out or in because the ice seems to be cracking and shaking so you're kind of stuck at the entranceway part way in the tunnel tower that's where i'll leave you for now uh together with acacia she's with you now um captain sugden however you have reached. They have. They have walked to the room where the uh, the other Shoggoth was, and they have placed both men on the table. Okay. Uh, so they're, they've left them both on the table, but they've they've the, the elder things have backed away to the far corner of the room. They're not doing anything. The sh the. the Gardner Shoggoth that put them on the table, it has also backed away, standing back, and the lard, the other Shoggoth in the pit is starting to rise up and putting out tendrils to see what, what they've done. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going and standing back where the elder things are. Okay. They don't seem to care that you're there. They're not noticing you. They're not. They're, they're menacing. They're frightening. And um, you... Don't the only reason you don't need to take a sanity roll is because of the connection you've already got going with the uh, the plants and such, the construct. The uh, the Shoggoth comes out, envelops the two on the, the body on the on the table. They've of course as soon as they touch the table, their their eyes roll back a little bit in their heads. They kind of moan and they're out. Creature does its business, removes all the flesh. Uh, the gardener Shoggoth reaches down, picks both of the 
after it's all been done and said, picks up the bodies and starts walking quickly back up the ramp to the construct area. Or not the construct, but to the wall of skulls. Do do the elder things uh, follow him? It. Oh, they follow. I'm assigning gender to a shoggoth. That's a bit weird. <laughs> um, it's it's a she. I don't. Well, I'll that. I'll follow the um the elder things again. Okay. They uh they fo- they follow they f- they go back up as well, and uh, the shoggoth delicately <laughs> removes the uh, the spinal cord. And the skull from the uh, the rest of the bones, and uh, you can see that the, 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 you actually see the details uh, on the. There's a panel. There's actually a panel. Uh, you see it in the slab room, the dissectory room, that actually had this description. So you probably think to yourself, "I could have done this myself." <laughs> um, so they they insert priestly. It inserts priestly. And Myers into two into one of the receptacles, and there's a vacant receptacle beside Green where they insert that one. And uh, it takes the new component, weaves the the the, ner- the the nervous system back into the nerve fibers into the jungle plants and the, the crystals that are left. And uh, once that's all done, uh, you start feeling the time shifts kind of stop start to shake a bit and sh- stop a bit. And uh, in the end, uh, you get the feeling that you should probably leave. Because even though they've left you alone to this point, uh, you probably you think that probably possibly you should go. Because the components now, are now, in. Now, now, now that they've um, finished their, their, their business, they might be a bit peckish. Yeah, it moves away. I mean, this, the, the gardener Shoggoth goes off and starts gardening again. Um, the uh, the other elder things they they sort of it pushes past you and into the path of the elder things and it sort of starts it it does stay between you and them you know you do actually notice this I shall um, I shall leave okay all right so you uh, you're just heading down out yes. All right. Well, they uh, the the Shoggoths stay out of the way. They 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 stay. They, the Shog, the sorry, the the elder things. They feel enough threat from the Shoggoth that they know that they sh- you should they should stay back from you. Uh, but uh, as you leave, um, you're heading down the stairs. You do have feel a sense that you should probably hurry up, which causes you to walk a little faster, of course. And uh, the tremors, um, they sort of seem to lay off a bit. But there's you still get the feeling that. This isn't permanent. That's all you know. Hey, here comes Sugden. You do see him. He's coming down the stairs. Yes. Um, uh, is there still an earthquake going on? No. Well, Sugden, you've, you've arrived. And am I capable of any any higher level of articulacy yet, or am I still? Yes. No, you're back mostly to normal. We must leave now. Yes, let's go. <laughs> Is that like a good idea yeah. to me? 
Nigel, you run ahead and get that airplane going. <laughs> yeah. Get that sucker cranked up. Um, Here's the question. Oh, and I guess. Are you okay? I. I, I can't. I can't really explain it. I just. You, it, you, it, what, was, it was very, very important. Didn't stop working. I'll. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try and explain it to you later when we're when we're safe. We just we just have to go. We just need All to. Right. We we need to be away from here. All right. So let's let's go as quickly as we can with it. Our well, we've got our oxygen now, and we're all bundled yeah. up. Yeah, you'll all have to hook up. Uh, Keisha's she doesn't know what she still has. Uh, Stark with her skull in a bag, so she's uh, she says we st she's I don't I don't really want to carry this. You wanted the damn thing. The man deserved it. Proper burial, not attachment to a machine. You can argue all you want, but you jeopardized all of our lives for some <sighs> stupid superstitious nonsense. She goes, Where's where's Meyer? Where's Dr. Meyer? Where are we not gonna wait for him and Priestley? Just ignoring We her. need to leave now. We're going. We're going. We're not we're not standing still. She's beside herself, but she she follows she follows along. She keeps stopping and then going and stopping going, but she does follow along. Uh, you you notice that one area on the northern wall of the valley, about half a mile from the towers, collapsed, and where it used to be a, a smooth slope of debris, it's now there's a dark opening. A dark opening, and this right. is not where we're going. No. Like a tunnel? A cave? You see it, but I, I, to you, you almost think that uh, you, you, it would take about an hour out of your way. Well, an hour. It would take a little... No, it wouldn't take a full hour. It would take a, a, a bit of time to go over to this, this tunnel area. Might as well. We're, safe. Cave. We're safe now. Are you out of your mind? Safe? I won't ever feel safe again. You're the scientist. Yeah, I'll come back here with machine guns and an army before I come back and start exploring this. What good is exploring it if I can't ever tell tell anybody about it? You guys want to go explore it? I, I honest to God don't think that my character could do anything like that right now. He's seen too many horrors. After everything I've seen, I'm ready to leave. I think Nigel has lost his mind. He's lost too much sanity. Yeah, it's time to leave. That's... Of course, we can't go without Nigel. <laughs> See the way he cackles? That's scary. <laughs> I guess I'll fly him back. <laughs> but the tunnel is new you say it's it's just opened yes. up it's a collapse yes 
and the the collapsed face of the 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 valley, the edge of the valley or whatever the rift uh, has has opened up the uh, the tunnel or the cave, cave, whatever you want to call it. Is it anywhere near the path that we're walking, or no? Yeah. No. <laughs> There's no way that, that Lindenbrook would do it. He's seen okay. enough. All right. Well, you continue walking. Um, 30 minutes into your walk, though, you hear a rumbling roar. And uh, to your east, to the east, rather, you see the Boeing. Your, your aircraft? <sighs> Rise up in the air and head off east towards the city. Well, well that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> Nigel, why did you take the airplane so soon? We're not even there yet. I don't know how they fly. <laughs> so so what's his name? Stole our fucking airplane. Who who's left? That stupid mechanic, the German guy. What'd you do? Give him access to the airplane? He was fixing it. He was fixing it. There's no keys. Well, what about the German plane then? Oh, I said he fixed it all right. If he could fix the German plane, then then he would have taken the German plane. Was there something wrong with the German plane? Not that I knew. Not that I know. They flew here in it. I mean, I'll probably sabotage. Still go and explore. Maybe we can still get out of here. I will shoot him when we find him. All right. You're just going to continue on then? Well, we got to get do? to the. What else are you going to do? Yeah. We, we have right. to see if the airplane is, is flyable. Yep. Well, you uh, you continue walking, and half an hour later, you arrive back at the aircraft, and the other aircraft is still there. Okay, do a quick systems check. Is it working? It is. Um, Halperin's still there, though. Where did my plane go? Man took it. What man? Man, man. The other, the other mechanic. He just go. He's gone. Why? I don't know. He got in the plane. He goes, "Why are you? Tell me, Miss 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 Lexington, what what is going on? Faces, don't try to fool me again. Faces, you can come here, Miss Lexington. We're almost ready to leave now. What about the rest of you? Faces. Keep saying faces. He says you should stow your things. Are they coming with you? Are they all coming? Hmm. He's got a rifle." And you look closely, his face is scratched and gouged, and there's like dried, frozen blood on his face. And he looks like he's had some frostbite. Are there any tracks around in the ground? Lots, lots of tracks. You're going to find some little triangular tracks, aren't we? That's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for. Not footprints, but... Well, why would they... Why would they attack those guys? We were in the castle. I mean, that's who you would have gone after, I would have thought. Um, I don't think it's 
that well, was let's, not, let's not talk about it. Let's just get on the plane and go. We've had madness out here before. I let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Who's flying? Am I flying? Are you flying? Am I flying? Are you flying? I'm flying. Okay. Because I sit, I sit back with Miss 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 Lexington. Where's Doctor Meyer? They're going to be a little late. If we. Hello. Oh, Sean cries. I was thinking it was me for a minute. That yeah. was all of us, I think. That was okay. Weird. I crashed. You all, you all froze. Google lost a sandy roll. That was weird. It's a hint telling us to go. Now, when Sean comes back, let's all tell him that, yes, we're about to leave the tower. And he'll be like, no, you, you already left the tower. And I'll say, no, we didn't. <laughs> we're still in base camp. We, we all got kicked off, I think, for a little bit. I mean, I watched everyone go blip, 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 yeah, and then I too. was gone. <laughs> all right, give me a second. All right, so we're going to get on the airplane. That's the last thing I heard. And, yes. and what's his name is going to sit next to uh, Lexington. Yeah, he wants to know where Dr. Meyer is. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, they're 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 not coming. Mm, okay. Well, we had tea and we worked. He said, um, "You know, it was good." Um, Rooker went first. They got him out there somewhere. I don't know where, but he got the Botman, and and they both came for me. It's not Bauman's fault. He was just another victim. Of course, man, man, and Bauman, Bauman, man, Bauman. He. Uh, they tried to hypnotize me. I was too clever for them. I heard it scratching in my head. That's when I figured it all out. They had come after me in person, and I was ready. Come with us, they said. Miss Lexington and others are dead. Come with us, and we'll be rich and famous. We'll tell the world. I didn't buy it for a minute. I thought they was. Uh, they thought I was a fool. They were wrong. You didn't see them. You know, if you had, I knew right away they weren't people anymore. You could see it in their eyes. The disguise was good, just not good enough. So I shot them, but they didn't die like people would. They came at me, hit me. I guess they would have killed me too, but they're gone. They took the plane. We're gone. They're gone. Oh shit! They stole my plane. We had we had assumed that Shoggoths could imitate the shape and and sounds of people. What if that's exactly what they're doing? He shot them, and they didn't die. What's what's the name of the man talking again? Halperin. Halperin. Is he, are we in the plane now, or are we still outside? You're all in the plane, unless there's something else you won't do. Yeah, we're all in the plane. <laughs> they better all be in the plane, because we're flying. Yeah, let's get this thing off the ground. I'm going to move my okay. seat so that I'm sitting next to Halper. Does, does Halper have enough. a weapon? Yeah, yes, he he's a got rifle. a rifle. Uh, he's, yeah, he's got a rifle, 30, 6 bolt action. He's holding it quite tight to himself. All right, can we... Uh, 
Here, let's hold that for you. <laughs> uh, only if Miss Lexington says it's okay. She says, yes, yes, you don't need to have that in the aircraft. That's dangerous. All right, all right. So, so he hands it over. Halprin, do you think that the, the two that came were not really who they claimed to be? Mm, they were in disguises, and they tried to hypnotize me. It wasn't right. You, you need to, we need to kill them. Kill them before they get far, before they can hide, before they can breed. They stole my plane. We have to worry. We have a head start. That's not, we have to kill them. Yes. Let's go. He's probably right. Okay. Well, uh, Nigel, you're just going to get a once over and then fly? Yep. Make sure they didn't right, disconnect easy enough. Everything. Nothing. They haven't done anything to the aircraft that you can see. Uh, starts the, the the Halperin was able to, to repair the uh, the strut, the what do you call it, the the ski uh, on both aircraft. Everything was was repaired. He says. Um, so you take off, no issues. Uh, Thirty minutes into the flight, towards to the east, towards the city, uh, Ms. Lexington looks up. She looks to eat to all of you one at a time, and then she's, she looks very bleak. And she said, where are we headed? Are we flying towards the city or the pass? We're heading towards uh, the city. Um, uh, Nigel, you, you want to radio ahead and see if you can warn more that there may be imposters on board the uh, airplane when it lands? I thought we couldn't get radio signal till we got farther down the mountain. Mm -hmm. You can try. When yeah, we're well, in I mean, the I'll... city and they're in the city, maybe we can. No, there's only one person flying that plane. What plane? The there's two people in that plane. There's I don't Bauman care about that. and one other. I just care about contacting more and telling him some of what's going on and that those two might be imposters. Oh, that's right. We left them at the second base camp, the temporary base camp. In the city. In the city. Right. Yes. Okay, yeah. We should be able to reach them there. Yeah, so we'll radio ahead to them. You can send a message, but you don't, you don't get anything back. They're probably dead, too. Well, let's hope not. Well, I need to know... If this plane continues forward to go down the mountain to base camp, do I follow them or do I stop at the city and see if there's anybody to pick up? We have to see if there's people to pick up. We've got most of our crew is there in the city. More is there. Okay, just checking. Would you all agree? Can you fly all the way to Europe from here? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool too. Well, as it is, I'm going to have to take multiple loads to get all these people down. Well, you can take us first. Can um, we see the other plane, or did he go that far of a jump on us? It, it got that far of a jump on you because you're half an hour to get to the 
a, a walk, and then you had to get yourselves loaded and everything. Um, I have to pick one of you here. One, two, three, four, five. Just a sec. Three. Uh, Better not. Could I me. speak to Jeff, please? I know. Could I speak to Jeff, please, with everyone else uh, headphones off? Better tell Mick when he gets back. I'll be quick. Elmer. Yes. Uh, well, everyone else is talking and um, doing their thing. You think to yourself, as a non-scientist, as a survey person, but not the scientist, you think to yourself, a lot of stuff has gone down, and maybe these Germans, if they're heading back to the real world, you might want to stop them from talking to the rest of the world about what's happened here. Because from what you've seen and what, uh, and because Mick or Captain Sugden is out of sorts right now, you think to yourself, these guys are all thinking about their own stuff about you know, whether they should investigate further, whether they should save the world, whether they should kill the Germans. And you're thinking from a outsider point of view that maybe the more important thing is to keep the rest of the world from knowing about this because if people flood down here, it's go they, they something bad could happen. And that's that's all you sort of comes to your mind, okay? Yeah, sounds good. Right. Okay, mix back. Everybody's back? Yes. Okay. All right. So the aircraft continues down. Ms. Lexington, um, she says, she looks at each of you one at a time and then finally her face settles on Captain Sugden. And she seems to, she looks right at him, right straight into your eyes, Captain Sugden. And she says, do you think it's safe, us toying with that? Do you, do you think we ought to tell the world? Do you think we we dare? And she, she sits for a minute thinking, before you even get a chance to answer, she says, ah, I know what I think. I think, and she secretly points towards helping has gone mad um, but I also think I think we've we've got us I, I don't know I don't know what I think what do you what do you think what do you think about all of this we have no business being here we should never have come and no one else should ever come that's what I think I, I think I think I agree I think I agree. Is, is she talking to all of us or just Captain Sugden? She looks at all of you, but then she directs all of her commentary and questions to Captain Sugden. But can we hear what she's saying? Yes. Yes, she's not. Well, she does whisper a little bit, the, the bit about Halperin being crazy, but uh, the rest of it's allowed. If I may interject, Miss Lexington, there is no yes. way, there is no way for us to prevent future people coming here. People are going to come here. Human beings explore, and that's what they do. And all we can hope to do is warn them about what's up here. Well, we were warned not to come here, and we came anyway. 
well, we we don't warn them by saying by trying to scare them. We tell them what's up here. We were told what was up here. None of us were told what was up here. We were given some fantasy story. And you don't think that's what's going to happen when we get back? Doesn't matter. People are going to come up here again. They're going to, no matter what we say. We just need to tell them to bring heavy artillery with them. Okay. Because it's the only chance they'll have. And it might not do them any good. They may even have to die, she says. She she blurts out in the middle of your conversation. She says, the BFE, they may have to die. What's the BFE? That's the, the German expedition. Well, nobody has to die unless they die. There's no way we're keeping this a secret. There's no way we can keep this a secret. I don't think we can trust them. Not after they sold the plane. Oh well, those two. I think they're they're imposters. Yes, we need to warn. We need to warn more and his people to make sure that they detain them. That may be far more difficult if they're actually Shoggoths. We may have let loose on the world a horrible, horrible thing. You're right. We should never have come up here. There may be no way of stopping it at this point. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this out of earshot of Halpern. Halpern is the one in the plane list, right? The crazy mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Linden, you don't really think there's something wrong with those guys, do you? Why would they take our plane? Hey, Sean, can mm-hmm. I hear anything they're saying? Can I hear anything they're talking about back there? If you want to listen, you can. You, you've got your headphones on, but you can do this and tip your head back a bit. And, yep. Just tell me it was a virus in the ice. So you, they, f- they fled because they were being attacked and chased by a madman. They're going to die. Halpern. Well, if you were being, if you were in charge of the airplanes and you were being attacked by a madman, you'd kill the madman. You wouldn't steal the planes and leave everybody stranded. Yeah, because you would have to get in the plane, taxi it around, take off all the while this guy's shooting at you. He ain't that bad yeah. a shot. Well, which I don't know. Makes, I mean, what makes more sense to you—the fact that they would run in fear, or the fact that they're some sort of Shoggoth creature? Considering what we just saw. <laughs> okay. All right. Again, I'll raise my hand. I I don't know. I don't know what to think at this point. All we can do is have them detained. Obviously, if they suddenly turn into Shoggoths. I don't know. More and all them, them are they're all doomed. If they're all Shoggoths, I don't know what we're ever going to do to stop them. They could take over our ship and head back to our world. Lexington might be right. We might have to blow up everything. I wouldn't worry about I it because ha- when I get back, I'm going to shoot them. They stole my plane. If you don't know what the reason is, then you can't just shoot them. But if they're Shoggoths, we can... I don't know what we can do to him. I have an idea, she says. 
she says, I have an idea, if you will all go along with it. If you, somebody, perhaps somebody who's still at the Uh-oh. Oh, am I still I here? Lost you. Am I back? Oh, we got somebody. Yeah, you're back. Okay. She goes, if somebody could come with me and stay at the camp, put the plane down at the camp in the, in the city, somebody come with me to assist filming. I can tell a good story. I can tell things to make people believe things. We, we have to keep Dyer's original story to be, we have to make sure it's upheld. Anyone who would tell a different story must be kept silent. We, the Barnesmeyer Falcon Explorers too. I can do the first part. I can tell the story. We we have film. We can take more a day or two. It will buy us a few years anyways. But the other part, they have to be quiet too. And how can they agree? They won't. Please, will you ask your pilot to take us to the city? I can start filming right away. The bell will fly higher and farther too with less weight aboard. She says, just drop me off. Leave me some oxygen. And we'll... That's that's the only thing I can see that I will create a story, craft a story to show that that the original dire story was correct. Well, nothing about this towards, tower. We're heading for the city, so we have to check on more and his people, our people. Okay. Let's see who's left. Yes, I I would agree though that nothing about the tower should be mentioned. I I'm thinking that. Uh, that Nigel's uh, interesting concept might work if we report back to the world that there is a horrible, no, there's a horrible virus up here that was in the ice and it's killed most of the party. We just managed to get away. The keep problem in mind, is, this is, keep in mind though, this is 1930. We don't have CDC. We don't have, I mean, viruses are pretty much something that we can't deal with at this time in our, in our lives. No, so people know what people, they are. People so. remember what happened during the Spanish flu outbreak. No one wants that to happen. Again. Right. It's an, it's, it's a, it's a, an outbreak. It has to be quarantined, but here's the problem with that idea. Why are we coming back? If we come back, we could be spreading so-called disease. You know, that, that would jeopardize. Secondly, that would just mean that nobody on the outside world would be prepared when these things show up. They wouldn't know about them, which would be like having an army coming to invade, but purposefully not letting anybody know that the army is coming. Clearly someone has to know, but that someone should not be the general public. Well, no, not the general public. We, we won't put this in the newspapers, but it needs to go to the the President of the United States must know. Scientists need to know. With our samples, hopefully we can come up with a, our own virus that we could uh, infect the creatures with to kill them. We have to find some way to kill a Shoggoth other than dropping a building on them. It's too bad we can't capture one and bring it back with us. <laughs> All right, with that, the plane crests, 
crests the buildings, the first buildings of the city, and starts flying towards the avenue uh, where you land. Do I see people running around down there? I mean, surely if we're coming in, they're going to be like, you know, getting prepared for us and all that. There's going to be people out on the runways and stuff like that. You see Mr. Moore. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. You Did see, a, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Did we get a warning into them? Uh, they did not receive anything. You, you weren't I, able to get a message that you know of to them. We'll land. I just wanted to make sure there were people there. Mm -hmm. There's the no other aircraft. There. No. It's just the avenue. Um, Nigel, uh, could you do an uh, aircraft roll or a navigation roll, whichever you is higher for you? They're the same. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would suck if I failed this. <laughs> not a problem. Made it. All right. You estimate that because the aircraft that they stole, you quickly do the calculations in your head, the amount of fuel that was left on it, the amount of oxygen that was left on it, uh, the fact that there's two people instead of six on the aircraft, and that if they – you did see some miscellaneous things dumped on the ground that weren't important to anyone before. Uh, you know that they could very easily fly to the pass and make it through the pass towards lake camp. See, that's my fear, is that they're going to get to Lake Camp before us. Well, that's uh, you, you have a feeling that you want to, you think if you want to try to catch up to them or at least come close, you want to leave very quickly. Look, last time I'm telling you guys this, we need to catch them. They're Boy, what whatever. Are, what are you going to do? Shoot them. And if they're shotguns? Run very fast. And we all die. But at least if we unmask them, we will be able to get people to run away. Whereas if they think that they're human, they're going to infiltrate there's, us. There's no way to run. There's nowhere to run. Radio them? Not from Not inside from the city. We need to we need to, to pick up more and all right, we go in. Well, you land, and uh, Gregory Coppin is up and around. She, uh, Acacia is going to stay, of course, and she's going to with Professor Moore. Uh, she, she walks out to see him. She brings him. You see them talking, and he looks very down, down, like distraught. She hands him the package, which is, of course, uh, Mr. Starkweather's head. Want a little head? Uh, she has a discussion. <laughs> Are you saying she gives him a little head? <laughs> she gives him a little head. <laughs> well, Gregory watches in disgust. <laughs> and he's horrified at the discussion that they have. PG-13. PG-13. So. Presence, he opens it up. Wow! <laughs> um, surprise. So, so the, the, Gregory Coppin comes out, and uh, he's he's up and around and ready to go, and uh, he's he's dressed, he's ready for anything. So you know that uh, <clears throat> you're down a person, but you're also now up a person, and. Uh, Inside the Northrop, there's a lot to do to get ready. I mean, the, you have to get the cameras, film, and equipment unloaded. 
uh, food and oxygen that you can spare, you have to give them. Uh, you have to rush around. The other people are still there, like whoever's left. They have a million questions, but you're very busy. Uh, Halpern is just sitting in the airplane. He's ready to go. He seems a little more normal right now impatient but he says we got to go we got to go we got to catch up to those guys those things those those not people well as we're as we're getting ready i'm briefing more on everything that happened mm -hmm. now he's very distraught he's listening but he's not conversing but he's listening well for the record we're throwing out halpern off the plane we don't need another crazy guy for what we're fixing to go into well, she, she, you, you, you do know you, you want to, you want to have as many people as you can with you. So leaving him here probably isn't the best idea, is what you think that you do. We don't have enough people at the base camp to carry to to carry a full load with us. How we had two. Point? We had two planes worth of people to come up here. You lost two of them. Okay, so twelve people. That makes ten people left. Mm -hmm. Can we get everybody in the plane and take them down? One, two, three, four, five, with Halpern as six. And and equipment, or and at least essential equipment? You've unloaded equipment for to, as much as you can spare. Uh, you don't have to account for it. There, there's... The, the camera camera equipment, some oxygen, some, whatever you could spare, you have unloaded quickly. So you, you have enough room to have all of you and Halpern in the aircraft. All right. If we have to unload, leave behind camera equipment, but take the film, do we I, need the mountain climbing gear anymore? There's extra at Lake Camp you do if, when you think about it because the other the other team had been there before. And they didn't take everything with them on their their track, like the other German crew had left some equipment there. Let's increase our speed by getting rid of anything that's not important or that we have extra. Bring along any any important uh, any data that's is important. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. So can we get this thing off the get this tub off the ground? Well, I thought Acacia wanted to stay there. Oh, yeah. She, she, she is going to stay. She right. will stay, yes. Moore's not going to stay. Is he? Who's that? Sorry? Is she going to stay by herself? No, Moore is going to stay, and, and there's other sorted others that are going to stay as well. But Are you sure, Mr. Moore? You... I really think you should come. No, he says, I'm, 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 I'm going to stay. You'll have to come back and get me, I think. Yes. We'll try. <laughs> All right. Let's get the hell out of here and stop these shuggeeple. Or could they be <laughs> or could they be controlled by elder ones? Well, I don't know. We we still don't understand what happened to Captain Sugden. Is he coming around any? Yeah, he's back to normal. Mm -hmm. Back to normal. All right, let's fly. All right, take off. At the last moment, you think to yourself, do we really need him with us? Who? Nigel thinks this. 
Halpern? Hmm. I don't want Halpern with us. Well, he's trying gonna, to get into your he's trying to get into your pilot seat. If he gets up into the pilot seat, he's gonna get shot. Tell him he needs to stay with Lexington to protect her. Can I persuade? I got a Luger that's been itching to be used. If you shot him dead, then that would be murder. He so. pulls out a pistol from his shirt. Halpern's got a pistol. He says, I'm flying this aircraft. We are going. Bang, bang. You're going to shoot him? Yes, I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> All right, quick draw. <laughs> if you miss it, the bullet's going right into Three the points. control panel. Hey, that's, that is a hard. That is a hard. Um, point blank range. D10 worth of damage. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's a lovely eight. May not kill him, All but right. he's going to be happy. No, he definitely uh, he definitely drops. No, he gets a shot off, but he doesn't hit you, and it actually goes through the open doorway. Uh, oh. Narrowly misses going into the, uh, the oxygen building. So he gets a shot off as well. So, yeah. Yeah, um, he's wounded. He'll be hauling him out. It's fine. Haul out. Dump his ass on the ice. What the fuck? Hey, did you die? I think that we all, all of our, yeah, we all, once again, peed our pants. And what, what, what the hell's going on up there? We're in, a, in an airplane and you fire a gun. We're on the ground. We're still in an airplane and you fire a gun, like three feet from our heads. You saw him pull a gun on me. I didn't see nothing. I'm not what looking is this up in thing? What is this thing? This 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 airplane has to be pressurized to 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 get us back down. Once again, I I I express. Did you die? Let's go. Kick and stick it. So All right. Well, you're taking helper off this airplane. <laughs> you're about to shut, shut the door. I just shot the other pilot. <laughs> now you're stuck. You shot the other pilot. Well, you you That's fair. <laughs> you've hauled him off the aircraft. You've thrown him on the ground. And you hear someone shout, Look, it's Danforth. He's gotten away again. And you see a bedraggled figure perched atop one of the misshapen buildings on the far side of the avenue, 150 yards or so away. And it's him. He has no mask on his face, no oxygen. His hood's thrown back in the freezing air. Danforth, he's screaming and yelling and his clothing's not even done up and he's incoherent he's saying professor here it is here it comes and other things it's coming help the tide don't leave me in the dark oh god with the pit in his eyes the blue light sean you can actually stop right now because we're rolling and they wouldn't have heard that <laughs> we're gone <laughs> what the gm right. <laughs> it's all right. No, well, I mean, the door was shutting. You just see someone pointing up on top of the the hill. So she she screams at Jan Danforth. You, you see screaming and yelling and pointing, and you're taking off. And uh, Danforth teeters, and as you're taking off, you see him fall and boom, vanish from sight. So he I've falls from the building. 
I've had it with crazy people. I've had it with monsters. <laughs> well, I'm going back down on the ground, damn it. And a crazy person's flying our airplane right now. <laughs> I don't want him to hear that. <laughs> uh, all right. Doctor, I got that box. We're rolling. <laughs> I, I think we all need some sanity checks while we're flying. Just holy <laughs> shit! I was gonna say I think we all need sedatives. Uh, Doctor Hawks, am I yeah. be, um, you as a medical professional, uh, you feel particularly awkward at the idea of someone being shot, not killed, dragged off an aircraft and thrown on the ice with no medical personnel to take care of him. So I'm going to say that in that situation, you need to also make a, I'm going to say a sanity roll, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've already lost, um, I've already lost four. Mm -hmm. And I passed roll 20. All right. Well, you don't lose any sanity, but you, feel guilt. You feel a sense of medical guilt, if that's a real thing. <laughs> I know, you're not, hey, whoop-de-doo, I didn't know that else happened. I mean, I'm good. But let's just say that you don't feel particularly good, and this may come back in the future to bother you at some point, that you left a man shot, not dead, on the ice. So, that's it. Just, Just remember that. I'm going to remember it. <laughs> Ice safety or the guy who tried to kill the pilot? <laughs> I mean, he, did, he did pull a gun on me. Yeah. He did. I'll have a couple of drinks to think about this one. Yep. Dr. Hawks loses right. his medical license because he's become an alcoholic. <laughs> Oh, it's oh, probably normal back then. 1930s, yeah, he wouldn't lose his license. For that. <laughs> <laughs> they dropped babies on their heads back then. It wasn't he, would like, just, yeah. he would just smoke a cigarette like every other doctor back then. <laughs> Take some of their cough yeah. syrup. Have a shot or eye. Probably, yeah, probably has the alcohol syrup. in his office right there. Yep. All right. Well, I got something to talk to you about. Here, have a drink. Do you need a cigarette? Yeah. So you take off, no issues. You're heading towards the the initially t no issues rather. You're heading towards the uh, the pass. Um, Gregory Coppin does speak up and tell you that the peaks surrounding there's a lot of stuff falling off the peaks. He was watching it because he came to he was walking around. He's feeling much better, and then these earthquakes were shaking the whole camp, the whole city, and things were falling all around. And wow. you notice this as you as you take off that the, the um, the peaks, these pointy, what jagged peaks that were so amazing, a lot of them have broken off now, and there's cracks and, and damage that you can see left and right. Uh, huge okay. parts of the escarpment have fallen away. Is there any way we could fly around this pass, or the pass is like, yeah, we got to go through it? The pass is the pass, yeah. Okay, has well, that's the way out. Has the temperature changed at all? Hmm. Not really, no. Okay. It just crosses my mind that what if they're altering the climate in some way? That would be 
Interesting. Do you know oh, what I'm act? You know what I'm actually worried about. I mean, honestly, if the if the earthquakes made it this far south, whatever, um, when we get down to the base camp, how much of our base camp is sitting on an ice shelf? None of it. It's not. I mean, none of it's overhanging the, ice. The, when no. when we first got off the airplane, we were on an ice shelf, but then we moved onto the land. Oh, okay. you're far inland, yeah. Okay, yeah. just making sure because I don't want to be landing on a floating thing, you know. We, we could get to the ship and have it, it. It could be pushed out to sea by gigantic slabs of ice. Yeah. We'll see. It's all, let's just do this. From now on, our mandate is you must have your fingers crossed at all times. <clears throat> Otherwise, if we don't get out of it, it's your fault for not having your fingers crossed. Okay, Nigel, could you make a pilot roll, please? 54 made it. Okay. Excellent. And you need to do one more. I'm not just going to keep you making do it till you fail. <laughs> I promise. Well, <laughs> Which just happened. 88 out of 70. 88. Okay. Could you um, roll? Okay, I'll roll. That's not for you to roll. No, let me roll. <laughs> I want to roll. Yeah. Oh, last okay. Time you actually. <laughs> Wait, my dice are going. Last time I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're partway through the pass and you have to turn around because the winds are so strong you turn around you bank you you go a little a little different altitude so now make another pilot roll please oh yeah easy easy okay and then a second one made that one Good. Okay. So you are now, the winds are strange and gusty, same as before. You make it through the pass and now you're heading down, down. And after a period of time, you actually can all remove your oxygen from your mouths again. Uh, there's still oxygen in the, sorry, there's, you know, you're not wearing it in the plane. There's oxygen in the, in the aircraft, but uh, you, you do get lower and lower and eventually you make it down. And as we get lower to the ground, and hums. I want to keep my mm -hmm. eyes out. I want to keep my eyes out. And I know we're going to have to get pretty close to this, you know, almost landing. But I want to see a nice, peaceful, serene camp without, like, people running and screaming kind of thing. Yeah. You know, if they're running and screaming, let me know because we might have to take and go back up. Yeah. Well, this is what you this is what you see is you, you, you fly towards the camp and you're flying and uh, – Everyone's keeping a sharp eye out, looking for you're, you're expecting to see the other aircraft crashed somewhere or whatever. You don't, and eventually one of you sees it, and you point and you see the camp. You don't see the aircraft. There's no Boeing there, and someone says, "Is that a signal fire? Something's wrong." Merciful heavens, what's happening? And you get closer, and you see that that there's crevices in the ground, like all around the, the camp. There's holes like the, the ice is opened up the, the ground itself is opened up and there's a terrible fire and uh so like the, this this earthquake that happened is, is actually gone beyond the, the the mountains and you can see the boeing didn't land here at all and it must have flew onwards you assume offwards off towards the the shore 
Quick but, calculation. Uh, Quick calculation. How much fuel yeah. would it have at this point? I mean, flying all the way down. How far can it get from here? Well, what you you do remember that when they were talking to you just out of in passing, they had a cache of fuel. So they actually have another location they can go to where there actually is fuel that they can get to. So call it land you, you or know follow them. Can we radio yeah, ahead? That's what you guys are going to have to decide. Can we radio ahead and tell everybody? Are there any people down below? At, at the other camp? cache? No, at the base camp. Oh, oh the, lake, the lake camp? Yeah. You can certainly do that, yes. All right. No, are there people down there? At the base camp, yes. At the lake let camp. Him, let them know what's... Oh, the lake camp, I'm sorry, yes. Yes, there are still people there, absolutely. And, let them know uh, what's going on. Well, do we have do we have more fuel here? There is more fuel. Okay. We also and we're gonna we're gonna radio ahead to the ship and tell them what's going on. Mm -hmm. You can do that from here. Yeah. So you that's so you're going to land then. I think we should land. What do you think? All right. I don't think we should land. Where are we going? We They've got a cache of fuel. We could tap into that too. We need to we chase them. We don't know where they are. We knew where the caches were. We were told. Yeah, you you did that. you did hear approximately where the fuel cache was. Once again, you're chasing them. What are we going to do when we get there? Just chase them to Europe, okay? Or what? Look, let's for a second assume that they are being controlled or that they have a Shoggoth in them or something else. Okay. They're going to get on the ship and they're going to make the ship leave us here. So that's why we radio ahead. Why are you chasing them? To catch them first. And when you catch them, what are you going to do? Shoot them. And if they that has no reaction, what's his name said he shot them and they didn't have any reaction to it. Well, what do you suggest we do? Just let them radio go. Ahead. No, radio ahead. Tell them not to let them on board under any circumstances, that they're infected with a disease. All right, we'll land. Can right, I I'll land? Tell you, can I land? You can try to land. The runway is definitely a little more dangerous than before, but I'm just telling you, as you were circling and discussing, um, you do see those signs of survivors. Tents have been shakily repaired. They've been knocked down and damaged, so like they're not quite proper tents anymore. There's dark marks in the ground. And could someone do a spot hidden, please? Not nice. Oh, busy. not me. <laughs> oh, I figured I'd be looking. Yeah, well, you're arguing with Dr. Lindenbrook. I'm, I'm arguing with him, so somebody else has to do yeah. a spot hidden looking out the window. Oh. 39 out of... Uh, 50. Yes, I made it. Yes. All right. Did you get one too as well, Knight, uh, Elmer or Dr. Hawks? Can't hear you, Dr. Hawks. 21 pass. Okay. Three story, I failed. All right. I think I so the first the thing is well, the first person sees a uh, on the second, uh, a muffled figure 
running out in the yard, waving broadly, trying to get your attention. So you, you do know that you're being waved down no matter what. And the second, you see that in the fire, there's been drag marks, dark drag marks on the ice coming out of some of the burnt, built, uh, burnt tents and such. Uh, you can also see that uh, one of the junk, Junker Ju-50s lies awkwardly on its side, one wing pointing at the sky, the other lost in a deep crack in the ground. And uh, the dog pens are empty. And the one thing, fuel hut, radio hut, adjacent storages are gone. But you are being asked to land, so Doc, I'll uh, leave it at that. Nigel, That's okay. <laughs> Nigel, do we have enough fuel? Uh, okay. Are we going to leave it there? Look, even if we had enough fuel, just to explain this to you, even if we have enough fuel, we have no more room in the plane. What good is well, landing going to do? That they're asking for assistance. We're we're an international territory. We we have a, a legal and a moral obligation to help. Yeah, we don't need to. These are your worry people. Laws. Um, do we These have are your enough, people. Do we have enough fuel to reach the camp where the the ship is? No. And Have, for the record, I'm not saying abandon them. I'm just saying, what can we do? Well, we're not going to abandon them. We're not going to leave them here forever. But we might have something that we need to do before we come back and get them. Yeah, I need to get the people out of the city because their oxygen is going to run out. They're your priority because they're on limited supplies. They chose they just, to stay. Um, all right, land the plane. And Is that where you wanted to cut it? Uh, uh, that is where I want to cut it, yes. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been holding my breath for two hours. Oh, what a complicated web we weave. <laughs> Our players included Jerry Bryant, Greg Malcolm, Mick Swan, Jeff Wilkins, and myself with Sean Little as the Keeper of the Secrets. Our musical intro sleight of hand was composed by James Brett and is used with his permission. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Patrons of our show can now enjoy recordings of our pre- and post-game shows. Uh, we have released one of them on uh, to the public. Uh, you can find it in a playlist entitled Stuff We Say. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Mm -hmm.